Hello and welcome back to Stop and Go F1 as we take a look at the F1 sprint race of Baku. Now, after a very exciting uh, sprint shootout and an absolutely insane Formula 2 uh, sprint race that we'll be talking about tomorrow on this channel, this race had an awful lot to live up to. And for me, I don't think it did. It, you know, I thought the start was really interesting. But after the uh, safety car, it did get quite dull. We're going to go through it all, though, now. So um, before the race even starts, we find out Logan Sargent will not be taking part. After his crash in the sprint shootout, they could not repair the car, so he'll not be taking part in the session. Esteban Ocon as well. Uh, they broke Park Ferme on his car, so he'll be starting from the pit lane for the sprint and for the uh, main feature race tomorrow. So, a lot of work for Ocon. So, let's get into this then. As we're going along the formation lap, we discover that Norris and Bottas have decided to start on the softs, whereas everyone else is starting on the mediums. And now I thought to myself, that's not a great idea. And I even said to my housemate when we were watching it, well, you know, these strategists know more than we do. You never know. It might work out. Spoiler alert, it didn't. But right off the start, it was a fantastic start for one George Russell, who got into it with Max Verstappen for third place. Uh, Russell does get past with a little bit of argy-bargy, and we'll discover just how much argy-bargy at the end of the race. But yeah, they do touch through turn two, and then again into turn three, but Russell does go through to take third place. As we're watching this battle, though, as they're going around on like the second lap, we cut to a camera shot of just a lone wheel rolling down a hill very slowly. It was one of the funniest shots they've had in Formula 1 since Singapore last year, which is a shot of Max and Latifi just reversed into shot, like something out of The Office. So, it turns out this wheel used to belong to Yuki Tsunoda, and in a very, very, very strange incident... Going on, like, there's the three kind of straights that form into one kind of straight curve, if you will, into turn 15. Going along there, by himself, not bothered by anyone, he managed to crash into the wall. Um, which is mad. They bring out the virtual safety car for this. And, you know, I hate the virtual safety car. I think it's awful. I don't see the point of it. It's not entertaining for the fans. It doesn't really help that much. I think they should scrap it, but that's a conversation for a different time. The uh, virtual safety car, though, doesn't really do the job because the wheel is just sat there in the middle of the track. No one's doing anything. There's debris on the track all over the place. Sonoda comes in and pits, and then they send it back out again, but his car's still just done for. You can see on the onboard, his steering wheel is turned to the right, even though he's going forward. From the back, you can see the rear right tyre is facing right, as the rest of the car is facing forward. He's just It looks like he's sliding around the entire track at like 5 miles an hour. This brings out the full safety car, and we all know Yuki's going to retire at this point. So instead of, but instead of just pulling over to the side of the track, he goes, oh no, I'll make it all the way around and just go back to the pits. It was just so ridiculous, and apparently there's going to be an investigation into Yuki's car being released in an unsafe condition, which, you know, he'll probably fall guilty of because his car was released in an unsafe condition. Um, <laughs> mess. 
The safety car ends now, though, and we get a lot of action into turn one. Uh, Max Verstappen gets back past uh, George Russell for P3. He's on the radio a lot, though, very angry at the move that Russell did. I imagine Russell won't get a penalty for it, but he didn't leave him much space. And maybe he should get penalised, but I doubt he will. Uh, also, it was actually both of the Mercedes lads were both caught napping, really, because Lewis Hamilton gets passed by uh, Carlos Sainz, and Fernando Alonso in like one corner. He got lost two positions. Unbelievable stuff. On lap eight, Sergio Perez took the lead down the start finish straight into turn one. And we see a replay later on. But Nico Hulkenberg had an absolutely incredible move on uh, Lando Norris. Really, really nice stuff. At this point, uh, Lando Norris pits from the softs. Because you'll never guess what. The softs couldn't make it to the end of the sprint race. At some point, I think it was during the safety car, Ocon pitted from the mediums to the softs. And then just after Norris pits, Ocon pits again for a new pair of softs. I don't know if there was an issue with those tyres or what, but I mean, Alpine's awful weekend just continues to get worse. Because the softs just weren't working at all. Bottas had nothing, no pace at all. Norris had no pace at all. Norris was overtaken by his teammate before he pitted. Like, at one point... They told Norris to box, and then before he came in, he lost like four positions in a short straight, and then pitted. It was not a good one for Lando Norris whatsoever. And then, nothing happened for about six laps. We were watching Max get closer to uh, Charles, but couldn't really get it, and we'll find out why in a bit. Uh, and then... Final, final lap, checkered flag came out. Sergio Perez wins the sprint, so well done to him. Charles Leclerc came home in second and Max in third. As they pull into park Fermi, though, we cut to the side of Max Verstappen's car and just see a massive hole in the side of the side pod thanks to one George Russell. Unbelievable stuff that he was able to be as competitive as he was with that hole in the side of the car. There was some words exchanged between the two of them. Uh, you know, the thing is, it's like, I know racing incidents happen, but we've seen time after time after time with George Russell over and over and over again, these lap one incidents. Like, he used to have won a race towards the end of last year, and he just doesn't learn. And I didn't hear exactly what he said to him, but he was like, oh, well, you know, it's just, that's how it is. And Max was fuming. He's like, well, next time I'll treat you the same and we'll see how Mr. Crikey feels about that because I don't think he'll like it that much. Let's see if we can get, here you go, a full uh, rundown for the top 10. So it was Piastri in 10th, Albon in 9th, so neither of them actually got points. Stroll was the first of the people to get points. Hamilton 7th, Alonso 6th, Sainz 5th, Russell 4th, Verstappen 3rd, Leclerc 2nd, Perez 1st. Um, I don't know if uh, the Aston's DRSs were working again. That's been a continuing thread throughout this weekend. I don't... Uh, see, the thing is, we didn't really see them. It was very, it's been very quiet on the Aston front this week compared to the other uh, races we've had this season. So I don't actually know if the Aston DRS was fixed or not. I'm going to say it wasn't because... You know, Stroll should have really been on um, Hamilton if it had. So Hamilton, very quiet race for him as well. He just went backwards. I, you know, I don't think it's going to be a great race for the two Mercedes boys tomorrow. And of course, Russell starting from P11. So not great for him. But we will be back tomorrow to discuss the race. The video might be up a bit later than usual because I'm going away. So it'll be just wherever I am at the time. I'm hoping I'll be able to watch the race when it's on. 
But there will be a video up here at some point, and there will also be the driver rankings, all the things you've come to expect from your favourite F1 channel, this one, Stop and Go F1. So make sure you subscribe. We'll be there for tomorrow morning for F2, and then tomorrow afternoon or tomorrow evening for the F1. So that'll be lots of fun. I'll see you then. Goodbye.